Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Look at the stats eating his ice cream. He's eating his ice cream because he always eats ice cream after a good old fashioned Tampa Bay Lightning ass whooping. And it's been a while since we saw one of those. Let me start this off by so saying good. welcome to we. The Thunder. I am your host, Shooty Shoots. We got the stash here, and we've oh, also yeah. got the professor. He's going to take us to school on how the Lightning whooped the Chicago Blackhawks back yeah. to 2012, or whenever the last time they won the Stanley Cup is. Uh, anyway, oh, opening night. <laughs> yeah, let's not bring up that year. <laughs> anyway. I mean, but, uh, that on. was a fun game. We all we all just uh, just left our, our watch party. We had a blast. Thank you for anyone that came and hung out with us on the watch party. We had a great yeah, time there. But this is We the Thunder, officially season two, I, I guess. I don't know. How many seasons well, have we done? We, we the Thunder post-game season two. Yeah, another, another post-game show. Hey, last post-game show, we were celebrating a Stanley Cup win. I think we right. went four hours that night. And right. it's uh, good to see everybody back in the chats, everybody back. Yeah, we're, uh, we're back, baby. And so in our new gear, as you can see, flag, hoodies. He's got the flag. Let's not even talk about the shrine a la Capiton. We got the banner. Yes. He's raised the banner. You we weren't supposed to do that until everyone got in the chat and everyone was here. Come on, Thomas. You didn't wait for all the season ticket members to get their chance to get in the yeah, chat before you you did you did this. Oh, Come take on the now. Down. We want you to slowly raise it during You didn't wait till everyone was off of work. Some people could be working right now and you put the that patch. banner up. The patch. Oh. You've got all the gear. All right, so we're going to get into, because I think you were traveling around town. You were at the stadium today. You saw the events that were going on. But we also want to talk about the Lightning, who are undefeated this season, 5-1. to one. The Chicago Blackhawks got their ass handed to them. They've got their issues, the Blackhawks. This looked like freaking practice for the Lightning. I don't know what you guys thought. but That's, that's, that's like what we were kind of saying. Yeah, we were saying that as we kind of wrapped it up. Is a, that looked like a scrimmage. Hardly looked like those guys broke a sweat, to be honest with you. I mean, really, like, right? Didn't it kind of, like, it didn't seem like they were even trying hard, which I think is great. They were just out there playing hockey. <laughs> they looked fantastic doing it. Well, looking at the schedule and then seeing that Taze was out when they announced it a couple weeks ago, I think everybody expected this to be an ass whooping. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think it was a lot to get the guy's feet wet, and I – I kind of think that was part of the whole putting Johnson and Shen on, on waivers and getting them to the taxi squad and knowing they weren't available for tonight because they weren't going to need them for tonight. Well, they don't need them for the next game either when they play the Blackhawks again, apparently. Okay. But, but no, I'm sure the Blackhawks will bounce back a little bit, see what the Lightning were doing, look at the tape. But man, it, it started early, right? Three goals in the first period. Palat, Joseph. Uh, kind of got lucky on one. Sorelli with a beautiful tip in. Uh, but, you know, who else other than Andre Palat to start off the season for the Lightning? An unsung hero for this team. Always has been uh, underrated. And uh, beautiful play to kick that puck to his stick and just bury it home on the power play. Um, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I talked to Stash. I, I was a little bit worried about, you know, and I still am. It's one game, right? But, you know, not having Cooch, who's been kind of the catalyst and the guy who was, you know, dishing out assists all last season and all playoffs, um, man, scoring did not seem like a problem tonight. No. 
no. And the guy that stepped right in uh, on that line, uh, the guy that how many people are saying uh, somebody else to be wearing that C, you know, at the end of the playoffs, a guy that people are like, oh, we should trade him to make room for salary cap issues. Stepped right in like uh, it's 2014 and out there playing, reinvigorated, leading this team, leading the way, number 91, our captain. What a game. What a game from Stamkos and that top line. All three of those guys looking just like that top line left off last season, like it was Cooch out there. I mean, those guys, they didn't miss a beat. And I said this when we talked about it before. You know, Pally and Stammer definitely have history of playing together and great chemistry uh, and so do uh, Stammer and Point from being on the power play together. So it's not like these guys don't know how to play together. They don't know where each other's going to be. They have the and Point and Pollard during the playoffs. Well, right. And the, the, I mean, that's on th- those two guys have plenty of time. I'm just saying, with Cooch being gone and having Stammer step in, he he fills that role very easily, if you ask me. Um, yeah. And and he brings something that's almost a little bit more dynamic than uh, Cooch, I think, because he skates around a little bit more, as you saw on that play to point, you know, Cooch is kind of like in his place. He's going to move the puck from where he's at. And then he'll move without the puck and get to a new place. Sam will skate with the puck around a lot and create things on the move while he's got the puck on his stick. And that's a dynamic that I, I don't know that that line had before. So I, it looks like all cylinders firing out the gates here. Yeah. I have the, if you put that back up uh, shooter, that if you see that top line, how many points total did they end up with with point stammer and uh plot? Six. Six points. Stammer had yeah. three points, point had two, Palat had just the one goal. Yeah. I think the difference you're gonna see this year with Cooch out is that sometimes Cooch, if he wasn't the lead man, he gave up a little bit behind the play. Point, Stammer, and Pilar always keep going and crashing that net. I think we saw that during, I think it was the third period, where it was the two-on-one with Point and Stammer, and they missed it. But you had mentioned it in the feed how they forget how fast they are. Yeah, And I think that's the point is that they're going to be up and down that rank so many times this year. We were trying to guess what we thought Stammer's going to go total is going to be this year. And I think that's going to be a big beneficiary to that is that they're constantly moving up and down the ice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I thought point wasn't even like in mid season form yet. Mm -hmm. Like he was not up. Like he had a couple chances where he could have a breakaway and he didn't, you could tell he didn't have his legs under in him just yet. Uh, But I think he's going to be a real big part of, you know, what happens with this team this season, obviously, um, loving all the chats, you guys. It's good to yeah. see all your your familiar faces and names again as well. It's been it, it feels like it's been forever, but it, it's really only been a couple like, months, right? Like Fifty two <laughs> days. Wrecked <laughs> yeah. him, Rob yeah. Peterman. We did, yeah. and yes, yeah, I know people are waiting for this. We have a signed Marty Sandy hat. Remind me, remind me, because I will totally forget to give that out. Remind me at eleven twenty six. Somebody in the chat, remind me to give that out. I've got I'm going to throw out a trivia question and it will be the first one that answers this that is going to win that hat and it's uh I think it's a pretty easy question. So remind me at 11:26 we'll give away that hat, but we want to hear your thoughts on the game. We're going to definitely do our three stars of the chat of course. Um are we giving away some Bud Lightning tonight? 
I mean, I got a case. Or yeah, a I got plenty. I mean, technically, it's not a giveaway because I don't know the rules with that. Obviously, you have to be 21. Obviously, you have to be in Tampa because we can't ship anything. Uh, but I think maybe our first star of the chat will earn themselves some Bud Lightning tonight. Is that fair? No, listen, I got something else to give away for the first for the first show. Oh, uh, man. Uh-oh. The opening night puck. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. man. Man. We it, are it's just... on. Gate, the, dude, the gloves are off on this show. People, so, so first star of the chat, yep. All right, so wow. you know, obviously, wow. if you guys uh were here for the postseason, you make us laugh, that's good, you educate us, that's good. So, to get on, look at Stash eating that ice cream. Uh, he <laughs> always eats ice cream after, after the, what, what are you even eating? That ice cream? I don't know if it's really, ice cream. I can't help it. He's like, keep it on talking. Nice He's this like, the, the lightning win. <laughs> I get two scoops. <laughs> no, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, ice cream's kind of my jam. But for a long time, I've been on like a peanut butter or caramel or chocolate kind of kick. And for a while, I've just been craving like cherry or strawberry kind of ice cream. And I finally got some today. And after that victory, I'm like, man, feeling kind of sleepy. I need some ice cream. And then, of course, I went I went too hard because I'm like, I've been craving it. You know what I mean? Instead of just getting like my regular serving, I just like went hard. I'm like, I'm in there talking to Mrs. Stash. It's black cherry, straight up just Oregon black cherry, Tillamook, super awesome, delicious, creamy uh, ice cream. But that's my jam, so I'm sorry. It, it's totally I, – I normally don't eat on this show, but I can't help myself right now. <laughs> I know I was hard up and shoveling food down when we were doing well, I watched, that. I know. So yeah. uh, it's like, let me do this before the post game. And then normally you're the one having your takeout during our show, but uh, <laughs> it's me shoveling my face full of uh, delicious fatty goodness tonight. <laughs> All right. You know what? The other thing that I haven't mentioned yet, you guys know this. We got a, we got a shooter game. It's not very innovative. We've, this has been done before, uh, yeah. but we have a shooter game. I'm going to have these guys, uh, play a little game of underrated, overrated. And you guys can play this in the chat too because I just throw out the topic. You tell me if it's underrated or if it's overrated. But, um, you know, what else? Let's kind of wrap up the game here and get to the the real games. Uh, I mean, there's not much to talk about. This was a good old-fashioned ass-whooping tonight. Yeah. Wait, real quick. I want to let everybody know that they're doing the free Chick-fil-A again and you have to do it by midnight. So, Claim it by midnight in the app and turn your location service on. Claim offer by midnight. Redeem it all day tomorrow for Chick-fil-A. The Lightning tweeted that out. So make sure you get that done before midnight, everybody. There you go. When the Lightning win, we are all winners. Uh, first comment I see from Connor. Kudos for you uh, for bringing this one up. Cal Foot. He looked, he looked good. He looked good, man. First NHL game, you're not supposed to look that good. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I want. I, like, here's what I'm dying. I'm dying to see them play another team now. Like, I I don't even care about the next I game. Wait for Dallas. I see them play yeah. another team. I'm, now. I'm ready for Dallas. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, you know, True. we kind of talked about it. Like I said at the end of that game, if you guys, you know, and we, we, I don't know how we're gonna work this for the season when we do these shows, but I feel like it's kind of a natural thing for us to maybe every time we do one of those watch parties, we'll go ahead and do a the post game show, right? It's like a natural parlay or something like that. Again, sure. we. We have yeah, but they it. said if game three is going to happen because that isn't supposed to be when Dallas is able to start yet. 
Well, but we're, there's still the f- game four, though, right? Like, yeah. That game hasn't been postponed. So we would still play Dallas next. That was supposed to be Dallas's first game. game. Right, yeah. Oh, that's right. So for anyone that doesn't know, Dallas is having kind of a COVID breakout. It looks like our Which guy I've Jesse been. says he also has COVID. So, you know, I'm everyone, in, yeah. Best wishes stay for safe you. out there, man. It's, uh, it's the real deal. And it's uh, it's just getting worse, it seems like. So wear your well, mask. I, and I, you know, they said Hillsborough County spike had something to do with it. But I also believe, you know, when you see a team like Dallas that we're going to have to play multiple times throughout the season, already have issues before they even drop the first puck. I don't think it was very shocking that they decided to hold off on fans. I, I've, you know, I think that had just as much to do with it as whatever the numbers locally are. So that's just my quick take on it. I don't want to really get too much into it. Uh, no, but the NHL came out with their. A total of 27 players confirmed positive last week um, among nine different clubs. Um, Dallas Stars had the most, but they're mostly asymptomatic. But as of starting today, they will announce players' names when they get tested positive for COVID so that everybody will know which player has it and which don't. And we talked about it in the um, in the watch party. It's it's going to be like the NA, or the NFL, right? Like guys are going to get COVID. They're going to hopefully be fine. These guys are tremendous athletes, so they're going to be guys that you know hopefully knock on wood recover from it completely. Um, and it's just going to happen. People are going to be out for a week, maybe two weeks, and they'll be back. So the thing you hope for is you know it doesn't happen at the wrong time. We don't we don't want the Lightning to have their COVID like outbreak in May because that's when the playoffs are going to start. Well, so and, and there is a lot of talk that I've heard. Well, at least not a lot, but at least a couple of rumors that I've heard that the NHL is trying to figure out a way to to secure some you know vaccinations perhaps maybe for the league uh again that's it's it's hard to do with you know the the political or the media optics of it all you know what i mean there's a lot of people out there that need the vaccine these are athletes and whatnot but i know that there are there has been talks at least i've heard of them trying to do something somehow to maybe after some of the first rounds of the most uh needing people get their vaccines maybe they can kind of come in there and and secure some for the players and for the league so maybe later at least later in the season they can relax a little bit and it was told to me today that they the nhl fully plans on playing the 56 game season yeah that they do not see a scenario where they will end up canceling the season so yeah. it's going to be whether your teams, all your starters have COVID, you bring in your taxi squad and you're playing a game because the NHL, they said they can't guarantee fans will ever get to watch this year. They're hoping so, but they will finish this yeah. season. Yeah. And that uh, when was saying that uh, I was watching NHL live right before the start of that. Uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Philadelphia game and he was saying that you know they're trying and they're hopeful that you know come around end of the season or at least playoff time maybe there's something different some of the cities right now do have like Florida like the Panthers do have some limited seating here and there but you know uh, they're definitely there's no plan it's not like the NFL where I think they're gonna like completely start rescheduling games and blocks of games like you're, you're probably just gonna have to play through some of these games uh, depending on the tracing and the contact of these players and and what how it affects the club. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's also the thing is, you know, so maybe you got it, maybe not. 
but uh who who are you around when they when were they positive can this person now go play you know so and they and they said this and that's the other thing Batman said this is gonna be 10 times more challenging than the bubble was because everyone's in the bubble you know who has it coming in you know who does like everyone doesn't have it yes we you know test them hopefully they're all accurate and no one has it coming in the bubble it's easy to control now it's a limited bubble if you will and if that that's a strong strong word really so it's going to be even more challenging for them to be able to make this season happen but yes they are 100% all in on playing this entire this entire season yeah it's talked about regional bubbles in the playoffs mm-hmm. we'll we'll see when we get there but you know what i am just happy that we watched the Tampa Bay Lightning play a hockey game tonight they could have lost and i would have been happy but they yeah. won five one, and and by the way, you all saw it. It should have been a shutout. Another like, we, we always have... let up that fluky goal, right? Whenever we're yeah. approaching a shutout, like we we always let the other team off the hook, and we always lay leave Vasilevsky out to dry. But like, of course, like that puck bounces off Cernak, and then bounces off Vasi and in. Uh, but we also got one well, like that too. Joseph's goal was like yeah, that true, as well. But we also talk about the bubble and everything and regional this and that. And it seems like they're kind of having these referees or the officials are going to be playing or calling these divisions. So that means that we have Francis uh, Charon and Jean Herbert. That's not great for us. Like those oh, guys, yeah. those guys are <laughs> weak. They make some weak ass calls. And we were talking about it during the broadcast, like especially Sharon. That guy isn't like a huge Lightning fan. So if we have to play fifty six, that might be our biggest rivalry in this in this somewhat weak division. <laughs> yeah. Our biggest it could really be the the referees because it's not yeah. like it's a well, strong division we're playing in. And, and we had three penalties tonight, and I don't know about you guys, but I thought two of the penalties, one being uh, the first one, which was Palat with the interference, was so weak, and then the other one was Goodrow with that hold. And I guess he held him for a second on his arm, but like, he, yeah, I don't know about those calls. But anyway, like, what well, if we learned anything from the playoffs last year? You can't stop this team right now. You can't stop this team. And we managed to keep this roster together, and it's looking good. And Justin is not happy reading that ice cream in front of him. But I'll tell you what, Justin, we're we're gonna play overrated, uh, underrated later. Ice cream overrated man oh shit overrated no such thing <laughs> yes was solid um hey let's do this let's let's give away the hat uh oh, you guys better right. not all freaking leave after i give away the hat though because we're gonna play this game and then we're gonna open it up open up the phone lines so get ready get ready justin get ready whoever else wants this hat you got to be the first one in the chat it's going to be the first one that answers all right we're monitoring it right now. Here's the question. You want to win this hat? We'll send it out to you. Uh, the question is, Marty St. Louis played for, I believe, three teams in the NHL. What was the first team he played for? I first can't one answer. in the chat. First one in the chat gets the hat. I didn't even mean to rhyme, but I do it all the time. Oh, my gosh. I see no answers yet. I, I can't believe you guys are Googling this. I can't believe you guys are Googling this. What a softball. There we go. Connor, Connor, you Connor. got it. Connor, you got it, man. Hey, Connor, you know how to get a hold of me. Shoot me a, yeah. shoot me a DM on Twitter or even on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. We got oh, some. Uh-oh. That's, Controversy. That's 
Do you see what I see? Controversy. I do. Controversy. That was weird. I saw that we saw a chat pop up first. Hey, I'm gonna go with what I saw first. I saw Connor. I agree, and I saw it too. I saw it too. I think we all saw it. And no offense, Jesse. Sorry, you know. I know. See, he said it on YouTube. Man, yeah, you know what happened, Jesse? Is your comment like popped in in front of Connor's on our chat? So I was like, I don't know. So anyway, I saw Connor first. Saw Connor first on the on our stream yard. And yeah. that's and that's where we're gonna go for. I know you guys are all watching on different platforms. The best way anything to keep it fair is what we saw on our feed. All three of us at the same time saw Connor first, Connor, and yeah. then once yeah. it refreshed, it showed Jesse Jesse's YouTube ahead. So we'll get you a consolation eight pack if you want uh, of the Bud Lightning. I yeah, know, Jesse, uh, Bud Lightning. I know, I know, man. You're one of our loyal OGs, but so is safe. So is uh, Connor. You know, it's not like it's. Uh, no, yeah. Jesse, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll hook you up, but it might not be a signed St. Louis hat. So, uh, moving on. Let's let's play this game. Let's play this Good game. Robot. We're gonna yes, play. Plenty of Bud Lightning. Fuck your Bud Lightning. He says. <laughs> Jesse, we love you, man. <laughs> you know right, we so- do. You know we do, bro. Underrated. Maybe we'll uh, have a shark not eat you this year. How about that? We'll make sure we're, the shark doesn't eat you. I'm going to uh, blame StreamYard on that one. All right, so <laughs> underrated, overrated. You guys can play along with this. So you put in there in, your, in the chat here what you think. I'm going to name the topic. I've got a ton of them listed here. These are kind of general NHL kind of topics. And I'm going to have the boys here answer if they are underrated, overrated. We'll start with ice cream. <laughs> We know we know stash you know, is see all over his mustache. <laughs> so, hey, Ben and Jerry's are my god. I worship at the altar of Ben and Jerry's. So hey. Thomas, I, underrated, overrated. Underrated. Underrated. I'm fat. Uh, you ain't gonna get a underrated. fat person to say that's yeah, overrated. Underrated. <laughs> you got underrated. you guys are weak, man. Ice cream, overrated. Screw that no. stuff. So uh, what you're right. saying, cake it, you're saying like, are you going with uh Anthony here in the chat saying that a uh, cake is better than ice cream. No, I'm a cookie man. I'm a okay. I'm a- <laughs> see, see, now you got to bring cookies into it. That's not yeah, fair. I'm a cookie man. Cookie um, underrated. You know the best thing. You know the best friend of both cookies and ice cream. Cake. Milk, <laughs> and then a blender, and well, then you just yeah, it's milkshake like yeah, milk, a cookies yeah, and yeah. ice cream milkshake. You I'm, are, I'm, take, I'm you teaching are stone, you guys. man. You are stoned. Yeah. All right. You, you can't let my phone go dead because they're out of my topics. All right. Underrated, Uh-oh. overrated. The central division as a whole. That's the division we're in, by the way. Can I say push? No. you got to rate it after one game. Because <laughs> I think everyone has it on on par of it being a very a fairly weak division. So I... Like accurately rated. What, what does the stash say? I don't care what everyone says. I still I care what you say. Underrated, overrated. I guess overrated. Okay. I say cool. underrated. You have the two teams that were in the Stanley Cup in the same division last year. Touche. Good good point. Uh tonight's refs. Underrated, overrated. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. Sharon's always overrated. Yeah, we, we just kind of, <laughs> just kind of trashed them. The 2021 Chicago Blackhawks. Underrated or overrated? 
over. Yeah, but I don't care what you rated him. I think you overrated him. Yeah, that's any, a tough one. Any team right now with the Subban on it is not going to do good. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man. All right. Here's one that uh, might be controversial. Thunderbug. Underrated or overrated? Underrated. Uh-oh. Schooly's going to pull it, like his, thun- his Thunderbug like, outfit out. Thunderbug like bobblehead, baby. You guys both have Thunderbugs within reaching distance. Mine's a big old cardboard cutout. <laughs> this is the best bobblehead I now own, by the way. This thing is fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to the bobbleheads. So he's, bobblehead. he's underrated. <laughs> underrated. I knew we were going to get a lot of underrateds for best mascot for sports. Good old Thunderbug. And, and honestly, it's a pretty good idea. It's not like he just took like a gritty kind of like monster looking character. He's a lightning right. bug. Right. It's exactly. Genius. And we but do still like have lightning bugs in the state. For people that don't believe the validity of this, I do have lightning bugs in my backyard in season. Maybe not like, you know, up in the Smokies where you could reach out and just swat them, but you see them in my backyard up here. Yeah, when I lived in Wesley Chapel, we had some in Wesley Chapel. Yeah, yeah. But- up here in Pasco. If you look at the history of it, actually, we had a female and a male Thunderbug. Then they did away with the female. That's right. Then, then it was a female inside Thunderbug. Yeah. And then they did a male. Then wow, whoa, calm fired. down. Calm down. This is still a family <laughs> show. They had kids. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Sponsors on helmets. Underrated or overrated? Underrated. Underrated. You get a lot of money from that, and you don't even notice a damn thing. I didn't see, I didn't notice it all game. You got so I guess on one side they got Dex imaging, the other one's Tampa General. Right? Did you see the Adidas around the rink? There was a lot of people on Twitter bitching about that. I barely even noticed it. I noticed. I looked for it when they were bitching about it, and then I found it. And then I. How did you not notice it? That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, "Man, Adidas must have paid a fortune for that." I'm all for it, man. I want the Lightning to to make money and do well as a company. Well, I mean, again, we kind of talk about what Batman's been talking about coming to the season uh, to kind of build on that. He he said on record, "This going to cost more money to operate this season than for them to to take the season off. If they were to just pause the season, it's going to cost the NHL." And owners and everything like more to put the season on than to not have the season right now. Yep. This season, in the long run, I, that's definitely not true. I think it would hurt them tenfold in the long run if they were to have to put a pause again. But right now, as far as actual operating capital, it's going to cost more. It's going to be more, you know, expensive, if you will. But but yeah, I, I think I, I'm all about it, man. The more ways that you can get, as long as you aren't completely sung out, we talked about it earlier, as long as you still have your team's logo on your sweater and you still got your guy's name on the back of it, you know, what's an extra patch here and there? What's an extra sticker here and there? Uh, well, this- that means, you know, a better product on the ice or that means a higher salary cap so we don't have to worry about being able to keep these guys together, you know? This season, it even cost them more because even if they had fans in for every single game, it's less games that they're con- connect uh, collecting revenue from. Right. But they exactly. still are playing the 
paying the players for a full season. Exactly the same. So this this season, it's more on the owners than anything else. Well, and I've been saying this since last season. It's this league is very dependent on in in stadium revenue and fan Mm -hmm. attendance revenue between merchandise, concession shares. Uh, you know, advertising and and not sponsorships in arena, those kinds of things. Uh, it's 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 crazy how much of the revenue to operate these this league comes from that. So to not have fans is just crushing. Uh, because Tampa Bay Lightning's one of the cheaper tickets. We are in the red. Sure. Mr. Vinick is in the red, except for when we make the playoffs. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's how a lot of teams are. So, uh, you know, you, you can't blame these teams for doing some of this stuff like that. They've got to, you know, they're they're running a business. So, all right, let's move on. Underrated, overrated. By the way, I see a lot of people putting their uh, their votes in the chat. Put next to that, if you can, what the topic is, because the first kind of segment, yeah. we we're running through them quickly. Um, all right, outdoor games. Underrated, overrated. Oh, we did that, and I missed that one. I think they are completely overrated. I think I underrated. I'm I'm overrated. I, I don't I, I don't like the outdoor games. I think okay. I think it's an experience every single team should be able to have. I think yeah. it's they, cheap not just Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, I you think it's see. been under. I think it's been cheapened a little bit though because they've a I, and I agree they should definitely cycle the teams, but I I just think that that now there's like. First there was the one. Now there's three. Now there's like five or whatever. And and I mean, this season I think it's cool. Again, they were talking about this uh, on NHL Live and how they're gonna do a series of outdoor games in Tahoe this year. Yep. And I think that's super cool. Uh, a neutral site like that to kind of have some type of a spectacle. And it would be cool if you. And I'm not sure what it's lined up because I it's the first I heard of it and I haven't been able to go uh, follow up yet. But um excuse me if they're doing multiple games of like two or three team or two or three matchups in like two or three days and having kind of almost like a a all-star kind of atmosphere to it i think that'd be kind of cool uh as things go forward and maybe it's something that catches on when fans are allowed to come back you know and if you're able to do kind of that i've always seen the players kind of playing it say how much it reminds them when they grow up in other countries and up north of when they were a kid it reminds them of the going on a pond and stuff like that because it's outdoors but as a fan i feel like the viewing experience of that it's got to be kind of lame because you're used to being on top of it you know what i'm saying so as a fan i'm saying probably overrated as a player probably underrated so the game it's two games in lake tahoe it's the avalanche and golden knights on february 20th and then the Bruins and the Flyers on the 21st. See, and that's cool, man. I, if they started doing that every year at one of those neutral sites, something like that, where you could go and have fly a ticket, and then there was like two or three games over a weekend, and you had some kind of experience, maybe there'd be cool things that could come out of this um, experimental seasons going forward that become new traditions. And I'd be all about that. But as of right now, I just think that they've they're kind of overrated on the fans' perspective, and they've kind of made too many of them. And why aren't they rotating more teams? And that's the other thing I would say they're under, overrated because 
not every single team is getting out there. It's the same the same old six or eight teams playing outside every year. And and that gets boring exactly. for the rest of the league. Yeah. I think that's why I'm a little sour on the outdoor games is because Lightning never get an invite. We can be an away team. It's okay right. for it's us okay. to get invited yeah. to play yeah. the Blackhawks yeah. or Pittsburgh or Philly. Uh, and, and to CJ Joe's comment here, when you're in Chicago and most of these stadiums, they're not NHL arenas. You're not close they're to the NFL game. or college. You're, you better bring some binoculars. So I'm, I think they're overrated, but I would love to see the lightning in one. All right. Video reviews and coaches challenges. Underrated, overrated. <sighs> underrated. Underrated. All right. I'll take that. Here's a, here's a good one. Gary Bettman. Underrated, overrated. This is this is a good right question. now. Right now, as we sit on this show, underrated. underrated. What he has done with this league during this time, I think kudos to the commissioners of all three sports, really. Yeah. Of yeah. the major sports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can also go back to the past, how Gary Bettman's kind of managed his way through a, a couple CBA agreements. Yeah. He kept the league going. I, I give the guy credit. I know he gets booed everywhere he goes, but that's the job as commissioner. So yeah. good answer. Um, here's a good one. Virtual watch parties. <laughs> underrated or overrated? <laughs> Off the heels of, of our uh, overrated party. Incredibly overrated. So listen. <laughs> So for people that don't know, I actually got invited to an STM um, Zoom today with. Don't say um, who. Don't say who. Okay, there we go. It's one of seven yeah. STMs that were invited to it, um, and then it was kind of hosted by Seth Kushner, but the Lightning kind of couldn't get it together. So um, they showed us actually on the Jumbo Tron at the arena in front of all the families and everything. We got to see the goals before they actually happened on TV, but our reactions did not sync up because of we had to watch it from our TVs. Dear so, Tampa Bay Lightning, guess who knows how to put on a virtual watch party by <laughs> themselves? <laughs> you can call me. You can call me. We've been around. I actually kind of taught Seth how to use Zoom yeah. about a year ago. Uh, we kind of came uh, up with the post game show idea. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I, I know Seth's doing a post game show. I, I don't blame him. He's he's got the lightning on his side. So, um, all right, moving on. Virtual watch party. By the way, we're not going to do one for the next game, and uh, we're not going to do post game shows for every game this season. So make sure you follow us. Make sure you're in the Thunderbolts uh, group on Facebook. That's how you will know the next time we do one of these virtual watch parties, and obviously when we do another post game show. Or, you know, during the offseason, we did a couple of these one-off uh, episodes of this. So make sure you stay tuned there. Um, here's a good one. We did we did a little uh, over uh, underrated, overrated in the in the watch party. During commercials, we would play this a little bit with the people that were there. And we'd also play – we also played some of our really old videos, which was really funny too. But here's one that we had. Damn. Oh, damn. Rachel coming hard from across the pond. Rachel, that's green half the time. And Rachel, bam. And, and it was choppy on my side. And you ain't paying, but it was choppy on my. I'm just saying, but hey, at least we know what we're doing. And uh, we had more than seven people. It, it was it was the first one, okay. And it wasn't green after the beginning. We figured the green screen stuff out. All right, moving on, moving on. We'll forgive you, Rachel. Uh, Nothing to forget. Tracking on broadcast. 
Well, that's yeah. when they, that's when you, uh, like they'll play the game on NBC and sometimes you'll see the little trail on the puck and you know what i'll throw in the next one player tracking so you guys remember stam coast and the stanley cup the three minutes he played they always had that little stammer it looked like you were playing nhl 21 um and they kind of tracked him is that overrated or underrated overrated underrated no, Ooh, like we're split um, i'm curious how the chat feels about the player i don't and puck personally tracking. i don't like it but I think to grow the sport and to get new fans, you have to, especially not being able to go to games right now. People have to identify that. And I mean, identify who those players are when like, I got three different messages during the game tonight of people that have never watched the game before and they were watching it. And I think that helps them when I can say, you know, Stamkos got that. Oh yeah. I saw the dot above his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I see a lot of the good fans, and that's and I kind of expect this reaction similar to me. Uh, most of the people in here aren't new fans, uh, right? So, so yeah, it gets annoying. The puck tracker for me, I, and I will say, I, I can talk about the puck tracker as almost a new fan because I remember when I was first started watching hockey, Fox Sports. That's about when they've introduced their puck tracker back in the early mid 90s the red puck so yeah the red puck and it was terrible because yeah. it, it would glow through the boards you couldn't see the sticks you couldn't see the players but you could still yeah. see the puck and but i understand what you're saying and a modified version of that uh these days clearly helps new fans um and i think every once in a while i like to see like hey here's the line especially if you're looking at like a, a nationally televised game, I can see player trackers being used there. Okay. Your local televised games here on whatever, I guess I don't want to bring that up. It's a contentious uh, subject, but uh, on your locally televised games, I, I don't really like that too much, but you know, on a national broadcast week, opening week tonight, opening night tonight, and you got the lines, here's your captain, here's your star player highlight, whatever. I, I get that, but well, I, even, you know? The one time during the thing you said, look at all the sevens on the on the yeah. ice at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that would be seven. Which seven is that? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, is when you talk to new fans, how many people say to you, I hate watching it on TV, I can never see the puck. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 again, that comes with the more you watch the game. Right, it's easier to track that puck because you just know how it reacts. You know what you expect it. You can also see. You also use the players' reactions to help you read where the puck is. It you just, but you're right. New fans, like I said, I a, a modified version of the old school puck tracker. I think, and again, depending on negotiations coming through this season, we're probably going to see hockey on Fox next season, and I wouldn't be surprised if they bring some type of version of that to the table with their broadcast to kind of stand out from the competition. Cause there will be broadcast competition next year for the NHL, regardless of how this season goes with COVID or anything else. Contracts are up. Uh, networks uh, are interested. And so there will be more. So that's the other thing I'll tell fans too. I mean, hold on, you know, you might not, you might not get your, your team this year because of contract negotiations, uh, with your co with the cable providers or whatnot, but I think it's going to change next season. So, all right, let's let's work in Chris's comment here uh, into yeah. underrated, overrated. 
Uh, Calfoot's NHL debut. Underrated or overrated? Underrated. A bit. I mean, we haven't heard anybody talk about it yet, but he definitely, nobody talked about him, and that's a good thing. We were talking about that as a defenseman, not to hear your name uh, in an NHL debut. Uh, really good. I'm really upset that they, I think, underrated also, but I'm really upset that they didn't do his, show his lap by himself coming out mm-hmm. um, on TV. Um, I haven't seen the Lightning tweeted out yet. They've only tweeted that he did come out and do his his rookie lap, but I haven't got it to see it yet. Um, but yeah, I think, I think when you give up, when you let a Bogosian, you let a Shattenkirk, go away that means you have high hopes on Calfoot. look i'm just saying i i don't know a lot of people and where they come from in their hockey but i know adam foot i grew up watching that guy play i grew up watching that guy win cups i go grew up watching him and if his son has half of the mental approach i don't care about talent or skill just half the mental approach that his dad had to hockey Man, we got we kind of stole this guy because he's been he's been trying to make the roster for a little while. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like we that th- we this guy could really come in to be with him and Sergachev could really be our next generation of defensemen. You know what I mean? So that's it's yeah, it's high hopes. It's high hopes for sure. They eased him in just under eleven minutes, one hit plus one uh four minutes 30 seconds on the power play that seems a little off but that's what the stats say it looks like we're getting a lot of underrateds here we'll see time will tell with uh calfoot and uh what he does let's just address i got a couple more underrated overrated jesse's question about fox sports uh at&t spectrum and frontier that's it not that's frontier it. not frontier is it, oh what is it it's the no. other one right there's one more um I don't know because I don't have either one of them right now. All I know is AT&T and Spectrum. Those are the only ones I know personally. Those are the only ones I know also. I thought there was one more. Um, All right. Well, well, uh, yeah, you're you're a little bit limited anyway. Xfinity, Aaron said. Yeah. Okay. I don't even have that. I can't get any of those. That's not Tampa local. Xfinity isn't in Tampa. Maybe Orlando, I think, or outside of Tampa Bay, actually. So then if you're actually out of Tampa Bay, then uh, NHL um, pass or whatever, ice pass, what do they call it? Shooter? Center ice. Well, center I'm going to get NHL yeah. TV, if, yeah. and I'm going to use a VPN NHL to TV, yeah. or out, out of Tampa so I can watch local games. Um, that's my plan, at least. Yeah. We'll, I'll let you know if it works. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's go back to underrated, overrated. I got a couple more here. I think I know the answer to this one. The Canadian division, underrated or overrated? I listen. I I think playing against the underrated is what I want to say. I think they're underrated. Yep. By myself included, I'm I'm short. I think they're underrated, and I think it's actually a really strong division. And I'm glad they're going to knock each other out. I you know you already saw fighting that first game, Toronto and Montreal. See, I'm worried. You know that thing of like steel sharpened steel or whatever that old saying. Like these six teams have been or seven right seven seven teams right no for them it's it's six it's six up there yeah i can't i can't remember how many canadian teams because they never make the playoffs anyways but um but that's see that's what we do we 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 just have been selling them short so long and now 
I think that those guys are going to get up there and realize that there's a chance for them to finally make some noise, make Canada proud, and get a shot at the American teams. And they're going to be beating the crap out of each other, yeah. But they're going to be playing some hard physical hockey, and they're going to be ready to come playoff team. Whichever teams come out of that division, uh, they're going to be tough outs, I think. And so, oh, yeah, you had a Toronto and a Montreal who yeah, had to yeah, deal with sure. Tampa, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Boston, uh, Washington Capitals. Right, they were exactly. always the stepchildren. Let now you got exactly. that in there with Vancouver and Winnipeg, Calgary, Calgary, yeah. you know, Ottawa. It's going to be a blood battle up there. It is, it's going to be a blood it's battle to watch. It is, I, yeah, I might get NHL TV just so I can watch that division, honestly. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to um, fighting in hockey. Is it underrated or overrated? Underrated. Controversial right here. Underrated. Controversial. Underrated. You guys like to fight. It's understood yeah. and underrated. Is I want to have a two part response to that. I think most hardcore hockey fans are going to say it's underrated. Yeah. Uh, definitely deserves uh, to be in the game. Here's another good one. So we we heard all about, and they're playing right now on NBC, the Colorado Avalanche are kind of the favorites beyond the Lightning to win the Cup. They're Vegas's favorite to win the Cup. It's not the Lightning, as we were Losing 2-1 to one right now, by the way. They're losing 2-1, to one, but yeah. are the Colorado Avalanche in 2021 uh, underrated or overrated? Oh, the Avs are definitely overrated, if you ask me. Yeah. I think they're a great team, but they're continue overrated. to be. By the way, continue to be overrated. Yeah, I think if you go back the last few seasons, they've been, if not the the very, very high coming out of the West for for Vegas, and I don't believe that they've really done a lot to show that. Whereas the Lightning, I believe, have been showing. We talked, you know, we talked about this before in, in the dynasty style of hockey club no we haven't had the cups but our performances in the playoffs are consistent trips to the playoffs how deep we run we deserve to be a favorite the avalanche i still don't understand why they keep being the favorites because they haven't shown anything to me they keep they don't make deep runs in the playoffs they keep losing the teams that they should be in the playoffs and they can't stay healthy and i believe that that's it's that's generally a sign of an organization if you have multiple nagging injuries throughout your your organization if you have like a big major that sometimes you can't handle that but if you have a string a rash guys constantly on and off in and out of the training room i believe that's a a, a mark that's yeah that's a mark that's a mark of your franchise and how you operate so uh, that's my long-winded overrated yeah i think you know i they've been in the playoffs you know they're they're consistent in the playoffs but you're right. They don't go deep in the playoffs. Um, but every year they are still picked as the team to face out of the Western coming into the Stanley Cup. And, you know, we've seen Dallas last year. We've seen Vegas. We've seen St. Louis. Um, ones that Colorado's was expected to win over all three of those the last three years. So, well, yeah, I'm with, I'm with Rachel. I, I know I coming from out West. I grew up an Avs fan. I've been waiting for that avalanche tampa bay stanley cup final so i can actually go to every say i will be flying my ass in between uh denver and tampa for those no, <laughs> i will be uh, well well maybe we the, if, we get, if we get there 
If we get there this year, we'll see. And the Southwest will fly me. Trust Eating me. ice cream on his way. Damn right. <laughs> All the way. All the way. And listen, if I just got to eat me a whole bunch of black cherry ice cream this season, I'll take it. It'll be fat, fat stash. At the end. I'll be, I'll be like fat Elvis in, 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 like, in the later years of my career. So, you know, you realize that every time we win, sorry, Vegas Elvis. Game show sorry, now, Vegas Elvis. every time we win and have a post game show, we better see your ass with, with the ice cream. All right. Uh, all right, I got two more. I got two more really, really good ones, uh, and then we'll wrap this puppy up because we're getting close to midnight here. Right, we have never uh, had anything to animate. We definitely need to animate me eating ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jaw unhinges. <laughs> here's, here's how weak we've gotten. I'm like, I'm like, we're getting close to midnight. Let's wrap this up. During the playoffs, we were like starting shows at midnight. We're getting started right now. Um, all right, but I don't. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up soon. I got two more really good ones. Right. All right, we'll start with this one. You loved him. You've hated him. John Tortorella. Is he underrated or is he overrated? This is a tough Ooh. one for Bolts fans, man. Underrated. Can I say it? overrated i was gonna say i know stash would go overrated no i listen that's a tough for me to say because i'm a torts guy i love torts but i still think he's overrated i want to see some i want to see some comments in the chat on torts underrated I think or overrated. That motivator teams need i don't think he's good for columbus now anymore i think he's done motivated they're they're done with his shit his his stuff is old move to a new team just like vancouver tampa and Vancouver Rangers, uh, Vancouver. I think after three or four seasons with Tortorella, the team's over him. I think it's time for him to move on. They're yeah. calling him overrated after a couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The consensus seems like it's overrated or no underrated is, is what most people are saying. Uh, a couple of you guys, Serena, good to see you again. Overrated. <laughs> Crabby ass old man. That's what I'm turning <laughs> into Serena. That's okay. Uh, you are yeah. tough question for Bolts fans, right? Because we love him, we hate him. Like it's it's tough to figure out how we feel about John Tortorella, but no, I love a good coach. I love the guy, and I and I like I like what uh, Schooly is saying because yeah, when you when you need to shake it up, or maybe you got a bunch of young guys on your roster, you're doing a rebuild. That's a great guy for you. It really is. Like, if he was in Arizona this year. With yeah. that talent they have in Arizona, I think he yeah. could take them pretty far, you know, yeah. in two to three seasons. Help reestablish the culture. But then you're right. Then right. you got to get on. Then you got to yep. get on. Yeah. He's like that. He's like that mercenary or that, like, um, uh, I don't know, that ringer guy you got, you bring in, you know what I mean? Hey, you, you're that stopgap. I'm going to help you. Headhunter, come in, do this yeah. job, get out. For four years, and then I'm going to bring in the guy that can actually win it for us or, like, yep. rebuild the building. You're going to you're gonna build the foundation, but then I'm going to bring in a new contractor, and he's actually going to build the fucking building, you know, on top of it. And and you're right, but that's why I think he's overrated as well because, you know, people think, oh, he could – yeah, I, I, I think he's overrated. All right, fair enough. Last one, another one that a lot of people might be split on, the shootout to end games in the NHL. Underrated or overrated? The NHL's shootout. Over. Overrated. 
play five overtimes. We saw it in the playoffs. Let's do it. Well, I don't see, and I don't necessarily think that it's a bad way to end games. I'm just saying that it's totally devalued the penalty shot. Yeah. So now the penalty shot itself is overrated. You know what I mean? That's that's the way I look at it. Like the shootout, the penalty shot is now overrated. You know, you've taken you've taken away great shots like like St. Louis and and these guys over the years that actually had these crazy amazing in-game penalty shots. And now, A, you're having to show your hand, right? And and B, now you've got like third string defensemen out there taking penalty shots. Like wh- why? Right? Like nobody wants to see Jan Ruda out there taking a penalty shot. But oh, yeah, wait. No, it, dude, it happens. Give that one. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying, but it happens. But but nobody really wants to see that. I mean, okay, five of you, five fans want to see that. But come on, you know, I I, I don't mind the shootout. It just definitely ruined the amazing feel of that. that but you know, it's amazing. That, you usually you know? don't see your big stars in the shootout. Well, and that's the other thing. Well, that's the other reason why it's overrated because you don't usually see. Here comes Stamkos. Here comes Coot. Here comes Point. No, it's it's like I said. It's oh, here comes Joseph. Here comes Cernak. Here comes McDonough. Like uh, what? You know, remember when Callie used to take uh, like like I love you, Callie, but dude, you, you just skate like a dump truck, bro. We, we don't. We, we, we had Schuster take one before. Yeah, see, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. We had a traffic cone literally out there taking. Uh, penalty shots. Nobody wants to see a traffic cone take a penalty shots. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. CJ Joe wants uh, overtime um, to be playoff overtime for the yeah. regular season. That I don't think that's going to work. If you can remember, and we can't let this happen, Jesse will die if there are five <laughs> overtime. <laughs> oh, hopefully it's from. I, I don't blame you, man. I was gonna say, he's not. already got COVID. Who cares? Yeah, right? <laughs> Go go ride your boat into the sunset, Jesse. Sorry, dude. Uh, no, I, and listen, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But I also would be fine with like a sixty game season too. You know? Yeah, the STMs probably wouldn't be, but I'd be fine if they dropped the the. And we talked about that's actually some on the show last season. If Guess they, what? It'd be less money for my bank account. Yes, I would. Well, <laughs> if they consistently went to like a 64 game season or something like that, then I think you could go to maybe a more traditional, at least 20 minute first overtime and then shoot out instead of just a five minute. You know what I mean? Uh, that's the thing. You know, Here's five, an over, and I agree. And I, I agree got an over that. and under for you two the point for the overtime loss. Oh, fucking overrated. I hate the OTL. Uh, it's overrated because you see it all the time. Once they get to under two minutes left and they're tied in the third period, they just mail it in. Yep. I hate it. I hate it. I think a loss is a loss. Plain and simple. Yeah. I mean, if it counts against the goalie, why doesn't it count against the team? Yep. Yeah. A goalie doesn't get half a win. Why do you get a point? And then the stats on a shootout don't count for the player. Right. Exactly. So, Right. Jesse, it's a tough night for Jesse in the <laughs> chat, man. The poor guy's got COVID. He's sitting here watching us. He's he can't smell it. He can't taste it. Just turn it off. You can't hear it either. This, this is exactly why we we are floundering. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> with our numbers because our best fans, we just freaking destroy them. Well, I think Douglas, so I think Ren from uh, from uh, the, the Bucks podcast, uh, Pewtercast, is like, I think he's over on YouTube and he's like the only one there. Yeah. For some reason, nobody likes to watch us on YouTube, man. So uh, Facebook's where it's at for uh, Shooter in the Stash. Um Anyway, uh, that's it for over under, not over under, underrated, overrated. Uh, same thing, kind of. Get, I guess we'll do that again, uh, and we'll do some more shooter games. Let's um, let's give out that three stars of the chat. We've got that Bud Lightning. Uh, no, eight so I got three. I got three cases of Bud Lightning for Jesse Redfish. Well, no, 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 we no, 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 we don't. We can we can throw Jesse some Bud uh, Lightning, but we've got the puck. I was just and, kidding. He, uh, said he already had Bud Lightning, and I figured that would top off his night if if the only thing he got out of the show was just more Bud Lightning. Yeah, I, like just I would just retract for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it to you guys to pick our first star of the chat, but uh, we need to do that at this point in the show. Uh, and it's been tough because you guys have been pretty fun all night here, uh, coming off a huge five to one Lightning uh, win here on opening night. So real quick, you guys. Yeah, we already talked about it a little bit in the thing. Who are you shocked not to see on the Lightning roster taxi squad? I said Alex Bure Boulay. I really thought with all the stuff coming out of training camp and what he's done with the crunch and, and the minors and everything else that he should have made the team this year. Who do you guys, do you guys see anybody that you thought should have made the team or are you surprised, surprised that Joseph made the team this year after... I mean, it looks like the Joseph of the first year. If there's a guy that I thought I was probably the most surprised about, and and again, I, things being what they were, I wasn't really able to follow everything blue and white. But like Wikowski, you know, and I know what's going on with the AHL. He's probably going to be the captain of, of that squad, of probably. Crunch, yeah. But I was a little bit surprised that he wasn't. He's 100 designated. You know what I mean? I I thought he was going to be. But with foot, it looks like that's you know what I mean. It looks like that was their decision, and again, being able to bring back Chernak, I think, kind of affected that as well. I think they probably were looking at having Wachowski and Foot in some type of. I don't play, know. You know. Luke has never fit in Coop's plans. Yeah. Never. Yeah. No matter yeah. you know whether it was JBB or whether it was Iserman, he's never yeah. really played into Coop's plans for this yeah. team. And like I said, I thought this was going to be kind of maybe his opportunity. I, you know what I mean? This season, I thought might have been his chance. And so if that that would probably be my biggest surprise. I didn't think ABB just because uh, the the depth wasn't there. The spots didn't open up uh, on the offensive side of the of the lineup for him like we thought they were coming into camp. You know what I mean? We thought there would be more opportunities for him. So I wasn't as surprised on that side. Even with Joseph, I still felt like, you know, hey – that guy's shown things in the past. He's played with these guys. He has chemistry. Uh, it, it to me, it makes a little bit more sense that he would be a little bit higher on that that chart. But yeah, Wikowski, I guess, would be my guy. And it, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and I was with you, Thomas. But I'll pick someone else. I thought we'd see Tyler Johnson on opening night, and I think the only reason we didn't see him was just kind of the formality of kind of the waivers rules this year, and I guess the team trying to get in the best possible cap standing for opening night. What factored into Tyler Johnson not playing tonight and being on that taxi squad, yeah. but I think we all expect to see him on Friday night uh, his next game, right? I think we all expect yeah. to see him on. The yeah, night. they've already said he will be in. 
Yeah. So just kind of a shocker not to see him. So that Cal, nice. Cal got the fuck for tonight's game. And also nice. thanks to Connor Shepard, he um Eric Arrowson tweeted out uh Calfoot's rookie lap. So it is out there now. And Connor tagged me in it. Nice. Thanks, Connor. So, but yeah, you know, it's going to be, you know, I would just, I, it's going to be really interesting to see how the way this all shakes out this season, 56 games, new divisions. Um, you're looking at Cooch not being here, Stammer's back, no fans. Um, oh, by, the way, by the way, I wish we just didn't have, like. Auto Salty. I didn't even think he really got tried out this year, and it, it was surprising. Connor, no. Connor shock there. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be something. Yeah, that's a good call. We're just um, overstacked. That's exactly it, dude. We're such a deep, talented team. It's just going to be, to me, interesting how we are able to kind of temper this because it almost feels like that, uh, what was it, the seventeen season? Where we were, or it was 18, like where we were like, oh my God, this is the best hockey team I've ever seen. Remember when they started out, that when they set their, oh, it was uh, 18, yeah, when we got swept. And we started out and they're like, oh my God, this is the best team we've ever seen, lighting the world on fire. I know the mentality is different and coming off another cup. It's just going to be interesting to see how Coop manages and coaches this team. I think that's my thing that I'm most excited for. It's coming off of the way he, Coach this team through the bubble, through the break, through all of that. I can't wait to see how Coop manages this season. I'm excited for that. And part of me thinks Coop knew what to do with Joseph. He knew after that first year and then the second year, he thought maybe he got a little bit of arrogance and said, you know what, let's go down to the crunch for a year. And bring you back up because no matter the reporter, whether it's Joe Smith, Eric Harrelson, Burns, um, Jay Rector, all of them, they were all saying that he was phenomenal during training camp. Yeah. yeah. So is Anthony's comment here, am I the only one who kept their fingers crossed every time Stammer was on the ice? Is that just an injury kind of comment? Yeah, I think that's what he's talking yeah. about. He looked fine to me. Yeah. They, they yep. even mentioned it on NBC. Like he was any concerned about any kind of injury? Well, we we talked about it a little bit when I said we put that shit to bed. You know, when yeah. he, he he's made that feed when he's when I was talking about earlier how he skates with the puck on his stick. That's how he created that opportunity for point uh, to score that final goal. Uh, Forecheck got you know drew a penalty. Play, drew a penalty early on. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Uh, Scored the goal on the on the power play, then came back with the puck on a stick from a uh, stick from below the net, skates around through the zone, top of the line, finds point right there, and where Point loves to live, which we talked about as well. That's a great place for Point to live, and Stammer can find him there easily, just as easy as they could find Stammer over there uh, on the point. You can find Point on the slot, and. I mean, after that, I was done. I was worried. Yes, I was. At first, yes, I was. I was every time I saw Stammer on the ice, I was waiting. I mean, a little bit because because Hedy did say Stammer is looking fantastic, and when, when what Hedy says, 
Hetty goes. You know what I'm saying? And that goes. Whatever Hetty Claus, Hetty Claus knows. Or, or sorry, uh, Hetty the Snowman knows. Uh, what's up? And when he says Stammer's looking fantastic, I take his word for it. But I was still, I was still nervous. I was. Well, I wouldn't be nervous all season. Hopefully the guy will stay healthy. You know, when you look back at most of his injuries, it was just, you know, just these freak kind of injuries, right? Like who who injures their like abs, you know? Yeah. Stammer, right? Who uh, cracks their uh, – uh, Tip, the fib. Tip, fib tip fib on the goalpost. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just got bad luck, I think. Yeah. And uh, short season, we'll see if he can make it through the whole season. But uh, like we were just talking about, we're, we've got guys that are waiting to play on this team. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I think will hurt us is if we do lose him, like he's kind of that replacement for Cooch right now. He's like if there's one guy that can come in and take Cooch's spot as the guy that kind of like is the quarterback for this team and dishing out assists and scoring goals, it is Stamkos. You can't ask for a better replacement. So I'm not too worried, and I'm not thinking about injuries with Sam Coast this year. No. And uh, hopefully if I don't think about it, it won't happen. You know what we're thinking about. We're thinking about what the over-under is for his goals. We were talking about it. I don't even know if we said, but I, I mean, I was saying 50, and it's a 56-game season. And I was like, oh, maybe that's okay. crazy. But, but, but man, you know, I could, I could easily see him putting up 35-plus goals and still putting up you know another 40 assists on that line and just just really crushing it yeah it could be a 60 to 70 point season for him yeah yeah. easily he's got three points tonight yeah yeah you think seven more games against chicago yeah Yeah. and that's not even talking about florida no (laughs) or or uh who else do we have in our division dallas columbus isn't gonna be that strong Perfect segue to to yes. Douglas's kind it's of comment question comment. here is you know does, is that going to hurt the Lightning playing against some of these teams that might not be as good as you know the teams in the other divisions? I, I don't think we can like really say that yet because we don't like this is a new season. We don't know. Like on the watch party, I kind of mentioned that I don't think Washington's going to be that good this year, and wow. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be that good this year either. So who's going to win those games, right? There's going to be other teams that are winning those games. So, you know, how strong is that division? I don't know. Um, A team like Carolina, they can be really good this season. So um, same thing with Dallas. They can only build off of what they had. They're not getting worse probably this season, Dallas. I know they're having the COVID issues now, but that's temporary. So it's tough to judge that right now. By the end of the season, if we look back and say, well, the Lightning just dominated this division, then, you know, maybe going to the playoffs we worry. But if we're winning games five to one on a consistent basis, um, I, I ain't worried about the Lightning. Uh, I, I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, Scully. I also think it's going to give the team to get a chance to look at other players and on our team when we play someone. If we if we win a couple games against Chicago, you know, next time we play Chicago, if you're lighting up the band, I'll – all season and they don't get a new goalie in there. They're backups. They're even their taxi squad guy. They're averaging three goals a game against them too. So you can do different matchups and try to do different lines and try to see what's going to work to get against those bigger teams. You know, you're, you're going to have the tough series. I think Florida can be a tough team 
I actually think that's going to be a rising and then a rising team. Yeah, it's gonna be a great rivalry. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna help. I mean, we see them anyways, regardless of this division realignment. You know what I mean? So, um, it's not like we don't have history with them. Uh, they're in state. Uh, yeah, you know, I look at it this way. This is you you you. It's a double edged sword here, okay? Because I think I think Douglas has a good point here. Yes, this does on paper look like one of the weaker divisions. Of the four, perhaps even the weakest of the four. He's asking also for us to rank them. So I would, I would say on paper, it's tough to do, but on paper, I would say this is probably either third or fourth weakest. I'm trying to pull them all up. Very hard, very hard to do, but I got them, I got them pulled up here. So, so, so there's a, it's hard to do that, but then. Yes, we're only playing in our division. And yes, we're playing teams like Detroit and Chicago and Florida. And, you know, Carolina's on who knows what they're going to come back with. Columbus again, they're maybe gritty, they may not. But here's the thing. Now you're playing these teams seven or eight times. It's not that you're playing these teams two or three times, three or four times, right? Like normal. You're playing these teams eight, nine times in a season. That, I think, is going to help uh, alleviate some of that that issue of only having to play some of these weaker teams because the more you play them, the grittier it is, the harder it is, the more it's going to almost start feeling like the playoffs by the end of the season, right? When you start playing these teams in the last swing of the schedule, that last round of the season, those last... 12, 16, 14 games when you're playing everyone else in your division that one last time, two games, three games. We finished the season, I think, with three games against Florida, right? Something like that, or Chicago. Yep. Something like that. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, I think that's the thing that's going to help kind of, <coughs> excuse me, level it out, right? You're, you're only going to play some of these teams that you're going to play some of these teams that aren't maybe as good, but you're going to play them so many times they're going to play you differently and that's going to almost get you ready for that grind and that grit that you're going to have to have for the second season so so yeah. that's what kind of way i look at it there's a positive I mean, you look detroit detroit and chicago i think are going to be the two cupcake teams i think everybody expects that of our division and i don't but even know about i mean nashville's going to play hard but i mean right nashville's going to be hard florida's an up and coming dallas i mean we know what they're mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. Columbus is and Carolina. Carolina scares me. They, I've said that all the time. Now you keep saying that. Yeah, that's like everyone keeps saying that uh, the Avalanche are good. I guess to me, I don't know. That, yeah. I, at, at first look, it seems like the I call it the Discovery Card Central. Uh, no, as it should right. be. <laughs> um, it looks looks like the weakest division just on paper. Um, right. But, you know, even if you go to the East, you can poke holes in, in a lot of these yes. teams. Like, you know, Philly's going to be good. You know, Boston's going to be good. Buffalo, I don't mm. think so. New Jersey, uh. I don't think so. New York, they had a hell of a run last season. But can they do it again? I, right. I don't know. And the Rangers, Rangers are up, up and coming. And then, like I said, I don't think – I think these teams are on the downswing. You saw Pittsburgh get handled by Philadelphia in that third period to win that game uh, today. 
So I don't know how much better is the Mass Mutual East over the Discovery Card Central. Um, when I kind of look at this, I really feel like the West might oh, be yeah. the strongest division. Yeah, uh, which isn't hasn't been kind of the norm in the NHL. I think a lot of people think is the East is the stronger yeah. uh, group of teams, but as far as like top to bottom, I think this is the strongest division. Yeah. Like LA is going to suck. But yeah. the rest of these teams might be pretty yeah. good. Yeah, this is look. There's going to be teams uh, in, coming out of the West that are feeling like uh, the Dolphins this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, how do these teams make the playoffs? Whenever we're over here, you know. And and Doug does. And again, Douglas makes a point. He says, "Sure, every division's doing the same thing, but against better teams." But, but again, but the, are they? exactly. I mean, they are they? they? I think that West is really the only one where any of those teams, minus the Kings, could take that division. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a clear disparity. Yeah, you're right. I think the other three divisions are pretty even. And it doesn't matter the over like what your NHL twenty twenty two rating is, four stars, three stars, ninety-seven, blah, blah, blah. It's you're playing these teams. These are still NHL caliber players. These are still guys that know how to play the game. And you're playing against guys that know how to scheme against you. So, you know, it, it just there's a difference, sure, but I think that it's gonna help level it out, is all I'm saying. I'm not sure I'm not saying that there isn't a little bit of a worry in the back of your mind having a play in what seems to be one of the weakest divisions out of the four and then go to the playoffs. But you're also the best team in the world. Yeah. Right now. Right now. And you're still going to be playing some teams that have something to prove against you. Cause we do have history against some of these teams. That's the other thing. We do have history. You think Chicago is just going to lay down after game four of this series and they've already lost four in a row and they've, and they know the history and they have something. They're just going to lay. These guys are still professional athletes, man. They're still good. They're still talent on all these teams. They can still come out here and play a game, make competitive, you know, after these two games, we don't play them again until March. It will not be the same team no. in March that we see no. these two games. No, absolutely. Yeah, and there was, I mean, there wasn't even that much hitting at all compared to what we saw in the playoffs, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's going to be a, a really interesting season to watch. And, uh, you know, things look good for the Lightning just at, at face value here to begin the season. CJ, uh, CJ Joe makes a good point here in our chat that the Rangers are only good for uh, sending their players to the Lightning, which, again, um, it was a late signing. And uh, it's, it's Yeah, we, it's our obligatory annual Ranger pickup, right? Yep. Every year, we got it for like the last eight years now. We've had to add at least one player uh, that was a Ranger this season before. So that's our obligatory add uh, from the Rangers roster. So thanks again, New York. Um, We'll be in the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. I think New York will make the playoffs. They're definitely on the the rise. But all right, well, um, give out that puck, and uh, let's get out of here. I'm going to post it. By the way, for anyone that doesn't know this, even though I say this every single episode, we post this to the podcast, to our loyal 17 and a half podcast listeners that are out there. I don't know who they are. I hope somebody show up to the live show. 
and see what the heck we're talking about half the time. It must be infuriating to listen to our podcast because <laughs> we talk about so much things that we're like showing and and all kinds of stuff. But uh, people listen. I don't know. We've been rated the number two lightning podcast last season. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Like, how'd that happen? Of four. <laughs> yeah, so... there's just not that many lightning podcasts. So that's what that was, that's that's what'll happen. Um, but yeah. man, I uh, I'm so glad that the lightning are back. It's yeah. been uh, really fun, and it's a great time to be a Tampa Bay sports fan. It really is, man. It really, really is. Uh, and I will say uh, to those of us that also kind of listen to the sports bar. Um, I'm not sure yet, but I, I like to do some type of a quick little breakdown summary, getting ready for the Saints Bucks matchup. So uh, maybe look for just a quick little live, maybe not a show, but just a little quick little uh, shooter stash breakdown of the matchup or something, just to get ready for this weekend. Because I'm hyped, I'm hyped for that matchup. I'm hyped for the season. Uh, I'm up for the Super Bowl. About to be here in Tampa in just a few short weeks, regardless of who's playing in it. I'm going to be are. an ambassador. Yeah, we are the home of the Super Bowl on top of it. So, uh, I mean, man, what a time to be alive in Tampa Bay. Uh, except for you, Jesse. Sorry about <laughs> you and your luck. Um, yeah, all, all this joy, but we can't, like, go watch any of But Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe you can get a puck. I don't know. You got to have to beg Thomas for the puck, Jesse. <laughs> oh, look, here's a Stanley Cup cookie cutter. Do you have a Stephen Stamkos cookie cutter? No, but this is the popcorn maker. Oh my goodness! See, see, you can't one up. You can't see. You just can't do it. That is ridiculous. You can't one up the school man. <laughs> the professor has it all. Ren, uh, we need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ping Ren. Ren's got to uh, come on our breakdown of the of the bucks here and uh, tell us how it is. So right. look for that. We'll go live sometime in the next couple days here before the game, obviously. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't watched, we, we do try to go live every Wednesday and we basically just talk sports like you're sitting at a sports bar. That's kind of what we do. Uh, and that is in addition to this, but you know, we love doing this show. So we are going to continue to do these post game shows throughout the season, watch parties, all that fun stuff. And, uh, Hey, let a friend know, let a friend know, because like, you know, we've got some people interested in like some sponsorships and you you saw it. We're into the giving back, right? You so might be seeing something on the side of our helmet soon. Yes, both sides. But you gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta get people to help us. Yeah. Our YouTube numbers do not help one bit. <laughs> so if you can follow us on YouTube, that would help. Uh anyway, uh Thomas, who are we giving the puck to? Uh you guys pick, not me. I picked the last one. Oh, now we're just doing a full-on cop-out. <laughs> just because the show is just because the show is inspired by Kevin Smith doesn't mean that we gotta start being inspired by his film. No, I can't pull them all up like you guys can. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Mine only go up to the over and underrated. So that's Although I will say I, I I'm showing him a little bit of bias, but this was a pretty good comment in context of the show that I will die if I have to watch five OT periods again. Done. Boom. First, Jesse, first Jesse, hit us up. Didn't uh, get the hat, but you got the puck, my man. He's like, fuck the puck. <laughs> <laughs> Is he right. alive? No, he just died from COVID during the show. Oh wow! Damn, we Too bad we didn't have, we bad we didn't have the vaccine to give away tonight. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, on that note, we're yeah, we're this is going off the rails. <laughs> yeah. With that said, it has been a hell of an opening night. We're gonna wrap this up right now. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. It's good to see a lot of you guys again. The last time we were doing this, we were uh, celebrating a Stanley Cup, uh, at least a post game show. That is, uh, Mons did pull out uh, for the first time. And yeah, first uh, time in my life. <laughs> all right so we'll keep you posted on the next show uh until then watch the lightning go bolts tell a friend this has been we the thunder don't forget to be the thunder uh...